Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Rap Chat Podcast. Now, before, <laughs> Sam's quick little. <laughs> it's like yeah. Easter egg. I'm, I'm back. Yeah. Yeah. What did you notice? Michael what did Jordan. You, what is noted about the subtle, the subtle, the subtleties during the podcast intro? Um. So yeah, before we head into the podcast, if you're watching on YouTube, make sure to like, make sure to comment, and also to subscribe. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, make sure to get, leave us a five star rating, and also please leave us a sweet. Beautiful, wonder, wonderful review. Make us feel good. Yeah, make us feel good about about the content. Your guys' we... challenge this week to make us feel happy. Yeah, that's <laughs> your challenge this yeah. week. Make yeah. me feel good about myself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, the Raptors have been losing too much. We need we need some more positive affirmations. Um, so, anyways, yeah. So, uh, leave, make sure to leave us a rating. Also, please leave us a review. You can find us on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. And at, Twitter. And Twitter. And Twitter. And Twitter. I know, right? Did you guys know that? Yeah, I doubt it. Anyways. <laughs> uh, at Rap Chat Podcast, where we post new clips of the show every single week. And I'm your host, Luke Dick. I'm Lyle Dudge. And I'm Sam Kenny. All right. I was right. very conscious not to uh, voice crack yeah. there. <laughs> no, I'm <laughs> Sam Kenny. Yeah, I'm after, Sam Kenny. After the Kenny. slander on the last episode. So. <laughs> There's going to be a... The, the next update on this little machine uh, is going to have like an echo feature. So we can like turn up the echo on our mics and be like, Sam, Sam Kenny, 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 <laughs> Kenny. It would have been funny to use that on like the Hot Ones episode that we did because it would have been like, yeah. guys, guys, guys. <laughs> like in the Cody Co yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. The Cody Co Newell did it. Yeah. Um, okay. Anyway, so schedule for today. Um, I am talking about the Pistons game, or I we're all talking about the Pistons game, but I like took notes, and then Sam had the Magic game. <laughs> the dreaded Pistons then, game. And then, oh, the Raptors uh, are bringing me so much pain lately. I know it's actually <laughs> that was a so tough painful. One. That was a tough one to lose. It was, man. And then uh, we have some questions for each other, and uh, that'll we're looking ahead. But yeah, yeah, and that'll do. Bro, I'm I'm seeing like Stew. like um, Sixers fans and stuff. They're so happy, right? Like the there's so much hope on that team, right? Harden and Bead playing. Yeah, yeah. And I'm, just like, I'm so jealous. You man. were you were a skeptic too. You, like, oh, you I was. Yeah, but yeah. I'm just like seeing like the hope from a franchise, and I'm like, God. You, like, you, said, you said you were worried about. Worried about that Embiid and Harden can do a pick and roll. I was. I was stupid. <laughs> I, I should have probably trusted that two feature uh, <laughs> yeah, Hall of Famers yeah, could, could pull a pick and roll. <laughs> no, I am worried about the defense still, but offensively they look they look quite good. They look, uh, they look above average, I would say. Yes. Top top seventeen in the league. I, I guess yeah. I guess James Harden and Embiid are pretty solid offensive players. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> they can yeah. I guess I guess James Harden can figure it out. Uh, Harden's like a hot top forty offensive player, <laughs> and Embiid's like top sixty for sure. For sure. Top sixty. Yeah. yeah but, <laughs> well, top. <laughs> you got, you got one I'll, say, I'll say top seventy. I'll say top seventy. Oh yeah, yeah. To be uncontroversial. In, yeah. in all reality, though, truth has been popping off. In, all, in all reality, though, you've got like one of the ten best offensive players ever in James Harden mm -hmm. and Embiid, who is what top three offensive player in the league right now. Yeah, and Tyrese Maxey has been awesome. playing really well, yeah. averaging like twenty four a game since Harden's been there. That's Tobias awesome, Harris kind of forgot to play basketball for a bit, but you mean Jay Cole? I always felt like Tobias Harris was like a was like a Walmart version of Carmelo Anthony. Yeah, that's a good comparison. They have the same body type. They, they like both, shoot they the shoot same. The same yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. they love the one dribble mid-range pull-up. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. That's actually a great comparison. <laughs> that's awesome. That's an awesome that's Walmart awesome. comparison. Yeah. Walmart. Wow. <laughs> I, I think, yeah, I think he's almost so proud of you. Jeez. Nice. <sighs> All right. Um, um, should we get into it? Sadly, let's do it. Yeah. Oh, I guess we have to start this podcast. Can we not just talk about the Sixers the whole time? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, <clears throat> okay, let's, so we're coming off a two-game winning streak against the Brooklyn Nets twice, mm. and we're feeling ourselves like, oh, I beat Brooklyn twice. You know, so much hope. It's whatever. You know, we're kind of fire. Then we go against the Detroit Pistons, who uh, have had our number for way too long. We haven't beat them and since January 31st, 2020. 2020. Wow. 2020. That is two years ago. Um, 
Granted, out of all the teams in the NBA, the Raptors probably have had the most challenging time since 2020. So we have to kind of give it to them. The Pistons might have the I worst roster though, since 2020. <laughs> yeah, they're the, the Pistons. Um, so that we've lost five straight so against they them. They look like an all fucking all, all team full of all stars when they play us. Yeah. <laughs> we we've lost five straight against them, and but the team we have uh, right now has probably been the best since we've beat them. Um, like it, since January 31st, 2020. Yeah, we. I think the our teams look best now since it ever has probably been. Yeah, I, mean, I mean that that 2019 team was special man or that 2020 team with, with Gasol I guess, I guess that was that team right that was the only the Raptors yeah. have um, the out of the four seasons that KC hasn't been the head coach he swept three of the four season series yeah the wow. and yeah. one of those being well, like oh my god yeah. um, <clears throat> alright yeah so I guess I was incorrect statement by me <laughs> uh, <laughs> but this is also moving on, moving, is, on, like, on moving on but this is probably the worst the Pistons have been since, well, last year. No, actually, yeah, last year. They were yeah, awful, last year, last, awful year. last year. Um, anyway, um, lost last year to the Pistons. And uh, I don't know if you guys are feeling confident about winning this one. I thought, I th- you know, I've always feel that way against Pistons, though. This time, like, there's no everyone yeah. six in a row. Well, we yeah, talked false. about there's this, no like, way. on the last podcast that's, yeah. that Sam wasn't here for. We just were talking, you know, looking ahead and saying, like, oh, no, we got to win these next two games. <laughs> yeah. Like, they're win- very winnable games. Yeah. Now two I'm worst like, teams in the conference. Oh. Literally, two. <laughs> Um, and it would have helped us move up in the league mm-hmm. standings too. And I'm like, exactly. God, we're kind of stuck in the plan. Uh, now, this is Slim Reaper. Just we'll, came get, we'll get into that. We're kind of yeah. stuck oh. in the plan. We'll get we'll get into that. Um, but yeah, anyway, let's uh, let's get right into this game. Um, came out of the gate with the worst defense of all time. Um, <laughs> Detroit was getting buckets so easily. Uh, the first eight points were just easy down the lane drives with like Sadiq Bay and Jeremy Grant. Um, and then, uh, but then we ended up. Uh, we had like a little stint. Our defense all quarter was horrible, but we had a little stint there where uh, we got a couple back-to-back steals. And I was like, okay, you know, let's get into this a bit. Um, Scotty was being really aggressive all quarter. He had two crazy dunk attempts. He tried to poster Sadiq Bay, I think it was, or Jamie Grant, and uh, and then he had tried to do mm, a putback yeah. dunk, and uh, <laughs> which went crazy. Two two scary falls for Pascal and Scotty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. hard. Yeah, but we're troopers, so we we thought through it. <laughs> I, I, those, um, those are terrifying. The one for Pascal, man. Every time a player falls in their arm, yeah. I'm like, it just, I don't oh. like it, man. Because Alex Caruso, the whole, yeah. wow, we don't like Grayson Allen on this podcast, no. but uh, that. You don't, you don't like Grayson Allen? Hell no, man. Why? Why? Uh, the cleanest player in the NBA. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's, so, he's so nice. Yeah. He's I'm such joking. a great guy. Yeah, such a great such role a model. Such a sportsman like yeah. player. Yeah. That's, um, why, that's why I made my game after, man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, you do play a little bit like him. Like, not in the dirty way, but hey. No, like, yeah. in the good ways. Are so insulting. Um, what good ways? Good, good three-point shooter. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you're, you're right. <laughs> yeah, you got me there. You got me. Um, but like, yeah, anytime a player lands on their like elbow or wrist or oh. anything like that, like even look at OG man, he's uh, with a finger injury. When Curry broke his broke his wrist, mm. um, that one year the Warriors were really yeah. bad. That's how it happened. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Um. Yeah, the only highlight I had from this first quarter was uh, Malachi Flynn's touchdown pass to Precious. Oh, yeah. Um, that, that was, was nice. lit. That was, that nice. was lit. Made smile, but uh, the first quarter was uh, ultimately just uh, horrible um, on defense and offense. They uh, were hitting Detroit was so getting, many threes, but, and man. Detroit was getting everything they wanted, and they are wide open all game. That's, I know. That's why. Cade, Cade was getting into and, the game uh, whenever he wanted to. Yeah. Oh, my God. Cade was... Fucking... So, Cade, Cade did amazing. Um... Jeremy Grant, dude. This dude became Stephen Curry. Like, what the fuck is this... Why? Sadiq Bay was they, just bullying Bay, us. Sadiq Bay oh, was killing the, us. In the first quarter, the Pistons were 5 for 11 from 3. K was 4 for 6 from the field. Sadiq 3 for 5. Uh, Grant 3 for 3. 
Yeah, man, those are the four guys that killed us all game. Yeah. Those the literally those just those four guys. Because I remember in the third quarter, when they were subbed off Cade, we made like an 8-0 run to yeah. like come back and from down like the a fourth there too, yeah. Exactly. And let's stay in the second quarter, maybe, okay? <laughs> <laughs> guys, let's get kind of ahead of ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> we got the second quarter here. Um <laughs> which was our probably our I guess the fourth quarter, but uh it was quarters looked way better on offense in the first quarter. Um, Scotty's so good in the post, man. Especially for a rookie, he he he, ha- he controls the pace in the post so hard, mm-hmm. and uh, his touch on his left hand and right hand. He had a couple yeah. left hand floaters off the glass um, from the post and everything. Um, our defense, <laughs> defense was so it so was so bad, so bad. Especially our transition defense oh. was brutal. Oh there were two times in like five minutes where Kelly Olynyk had a like yeah, thing. it was a simple. We miss a shot. Detroit gets the rebound. And uh, like, it wasn't like a steal or anything. It just got the rebound. And then they hit Kelly Olenek on the fast <laughs> break. And he's way ahead of everybody else. And, and he's then so slow. He's Kelly Olenek. Like, then- okay, Chris. Okay, okay, criticism of Chris here, man. I mean, I love you, Chris. But like, why are you jumping to block Kelly Olenek's jumper, bro? Like, why are you jumping? Like, away from him. Yeah, like, like, he, like, he jumps across. Yeah, like, like, bro. Just close him out. Like, yeah, close him out. Like, he's so slow. Yeah, he's, like, he's not going to blow by you. No, like, no. like, oh, that, that's so frustrating so much. Chris was jumping for every single jump shot that, that uh, Kelly was shooting. And I'm like, Chris, man, you literally have like a seven foot five wingspan, dude. Like, stick your arm up. Like, yeah. um, there's that. And then also, right at, like, not too long after that, uh, same thing happened with Roddy Magruder, who leaked out on the mm. rebound. And, Transition defense is horrible, and even just like we were getting, like it'd be they had a lot of three on ones, the Pistons and everything like that. Just nobody's getting back. Um, but uh, we were really hitting our shots this quarter. Um, Malachi had some nice shots. He had a real nice and one. Um, he's been real, real crafty on the Probably rim. Probably our His finishing's been really good. He's if without Malachi in the last four games, there's a good ch- well, maybe not the, that first Brooklyn game, but like. He is basically like I'm so blown away. Like, you guys talked about Malachi in the last podcast, and I haven't got a chance to yet. But like, I was so I I was so wrong about Malachi being able to fit into Sam's uh, expectations yeah. for Malachi. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Malachi's <laughs> actual performance. <laughs> My um, like I, I I'm just like I'm very happy the way he's been able to fit into the offense because I was wasn't sure like how his play style would fit with us and his defense has been awesome. Mm-hmm. Really. Yeah, really he's hard. quick, well. man. He can he can move on defense. He's, he's been our best he's been really our best guard hard. defender um, <clears throat> in in the last little bit by like a really wide margin. Yeah, well, it's just him and for Gary and Gary has been Yeah. There's two awful. guys and he's been, he's been the best <laughs> defense. one. So. <laughs> um but we will talk about that. Um, Gary is the definition of doing too much on defense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think we he, t- I think maybe you already said he's, that. He's got like Patrick Beverly. I told you before. He's got Patrick Beverly vibes. Yeah. Um so Patrick I don't like Patrick Beverly. <laughs> speaking of speaking of hitting sh- or speaking of Gary though, uh, he was uh, he was hitting shots in the second quarter. Um, even though he had Gary, like two threes, I think maybe in that quarter. Or something. Gary in the uh, he, he only had, hit shots in the second he, quarter. He had eleven points. Yeah, I was gonna say uh, these past two games with Gary, his his lack of uh, his lack of really offensive uh, variety mm. is really showing because he it's it's he dribbles and then he gets stuck. You know what I mean? He's a great he's a great uh, shooter. He's a, he makes tough shots, but he can't get inside by himself. He can't he can't really blow by guys like that. And he doesn't have he much. did have he did maybe the one drive there that was he put up he, that he, shot. He, and he went, can do it, but that's a really hard shot. Yeah, 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 it was. And, it, and it's not it's like yeah, like that was a floater off the glass. Yeah, that's um, not a replicable shot. No, he, that's, yeah, that's, that's, yeah. that was a tough shot. He makes tough <clears> shots, but the problem. Um, he just he's uh, what was I saying about him? 
You say what you're gonna say. Like, the thing with Gary is like when he's in a slump, he can't make it easier on himself. No, because mm. he, he can't create any sort no, of separation. Okay, that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, right? he's, he's got he's no handle no for his position. No. Um, um, so it's just it, yeah. he relies so much on making tough shots, and yep. it's like when he's not making them, it's like man, he, he looks like this. <laughs> it's, and right, uh, he's not creating for others in any sort of way. Right. Yeah. He can't let like he's not getting double teamed to be able to kick out to an open guy. And it's like I you know he's trying, but the thing is is that like. It's so hard to make those types of adjustments mid-season, you know, three quarters of the way through the season, instead of like spending the off-season working on that sort of stuff. I just think that when you're cold, just stop taking, stop taking yeah. step back jumpers and stuff. It's like, scary. just let the offense come to you. Like that was what Norm Powell was so good at. Mm. He never. I had a lot of problem. I thought Norm Powell got really quite overrated with the Raptors at, by the end of his tenure because I thought his defense was really bad. But when Norm Powell was really good at an offense because he has awesome athleticism and a really good handle. And great create and separation ability was that he let the offense come to him on cuts, mm-hmm. and Gary just doesn't have the athleticism to leverage cuts. Gary Trent Jr. Like Gary Trent Jr. over the last two games is six for thirty-five from the field. Wow! And he is a, uh, and he is a, uh, three for twenty-four from three. Oh my god! For the past two games. Wow, he's taking a lot of shots too that he should not be. Taking. I mean, he does have the green light, and it's like you but know. No, but if it's up to him to understand yeah. that, if I'm not, he went over nine in, in Orlando. We'll talk about that, but he, that's that's when you got to understand. Like, let's take open shots, but I know all those shots went out open. Mm. He's, he's just trying to take tough shots. It's those like step backs that yeah, are like where it's you like, know, man, a foot like, off the arc, and I'm like, God, God, yeah, God like, damn it, it was, Gary! With like ten seconds on the shot clock, it's like, man, there's <laughs> yeah. something else. There's yeah. something else. Um, but in the fourth quarter in the Pistons game, he looked, or the second quarter in the Pistons game, he looked good. So. Yeah, that was a good quarter. Good, good job. That's <laughs> your redemption quarter over the last two games. <laughs> yeah. um, we go into and the... he played uh, pretty well against the Nets. That, that's that second game. This yeah. is not his past two yeah. games. Yeah. Yeah. Past two games. Um, you know, so the first half was relatively uneventful. Just down three at the half, though. Um, the, the third quarter is when things get pretty interesting here. Um, the transition defense still just looks awful. And uh, we're, we're down three at the half, and then uh, after two minutes of the, into the second half, we're down ten. Defense just off. Uh, defense man. awful. They're getting anything they want. It's, it's mostly transition. They're a young team. They're going to run. We were not running back. And they were getting them. too many offensive rebounds, too. Like, too many second-chance points. I like, think Stewart was living on the overworld. I know, man. It was hella annoying. Every time, like, yeah. I just, like, I'm like, can't we just go up and Four. grab a fucking rebound? Like, Oh man, that's so frustrating. Yes, yeah, tough. Um, and we had there was nice was one nice play in Sanderson where uh, it was Scotty hit uh, Malachi, Malachi hit Cam, then came back to, to yeah, Scotty, Scotty for, the, for dunk. the dunk. Yeah, that was, that was, that was nice. nice. That was nice. Um, more of our defense. The corners were open all game, dude. Mm. All Jeremy game. Grant, Cade Cunningham, Sadiq Bay, uh, Roddy Magruder, yeah. all these guys were hitting wide open threes in the corners. Mm-hmm. And these guys are going to make shots. They're good shooters. Yeah. They're NBA players. It's, it's one thing to leave Hamid Diallo open in the corner. Yeah. Like, go ahead and do that. You yeah. can't leave Cade Cunningham open in the corner. Or Jeremy Grant or Sadiq yeah. Bay. Like, these guys Especially are in those clutch minutes, man. It was always Cade, too, man. Mm-hmm. They would always get Cade open in that corner. And I'm like, God damn it. Um, so we're, we're down halfway through the third. We see ourselves down 16. And uh, we had some refing issues. Uh, oh, I don't, don't want to go in, but honestly, the refing was bad. But it was bad for both sides. It was just an awfully refed. Yeah, game. they had I mean, no control over the game. They were everything like was late. Mark Davis makes it refed. Yeah, Mark, Mark Davis. Davis is he's got a big. Mark well, Davis um, likes to make the ref big likes to make the game about him. Nick got ejected. Yeah, yeah. So, so I think that might have been on purpose, right? Rile the team up. Fred well, kind of took control and the crowd. And oh, you know what? Well, Actually, the, I want to so, say this, and I think it's it's important at this moment. I think that we take a moment to talk about. The crowd, and Chris Boucher on his most recent podcast. Um, I listened yeah, I to it with Delano. Yet. It was, 
It wasn't that great. Oh. I, I like Mike. Mike no, no rap chat podcast. Yeah, yeah, I like Mike, but but it felt more like like I don't know. I like when they talk less about basketball. Oh. You know what I mean? Like I like when they start talking about their lives and regular things because the more they start talking about basketball, it feels more like a like a like an interview, a post game interview. Right. And they just like that's not where they thrive in that sort of conversation. Even though Chris Chris is fine, Chris yep. is cool, but like you could tell Delano was on there and he was quite. He, Delano isn't and, the, best, uh, yeah. the best interview yet in his career. He's a little shy. Exactly, like, yeah. yeah. And that's fine. He's yeah. 22. Yeah. So, But anyways, um, like it's just... Okay, Chris mentioned this, and Mike mentioned this, and Delano mentioned this too. There are a lot of corporate fans at, the, at these games, bro. And it's so frustrating because... Let's like we're sitting here as Raptors fans. You know what I mean? We're sitting here and we would die to be at these games, man. Yeah. Like they're look at Jurassic Park. People man. who actually All, care about the game. People who actually care. And I read a comment saying that's like only only real fans go to the upper bowls and you know yeah. and sit there. And I'm the like, upper bowls are always the fun area, right? Because people are having <clears> fun. Like exactly. They they don't take for like it's not just like oh I'm going to the game. It's mm-hmm. like wow it's a really special moment. I get to see my favorite yeah, team exactly. play. 100%. And if I can, I can contrast that, I was thinking this as, as I was watching like the last three games at home. And this summer when the when the Blue Jays uh, came home, there were only like, there were not many fans in the arena when they first came back. I think it was like 15,000 and the arena sit, fits like 50. Yeah. But, the and Blue Jays tickets are so much cheaper than uh, Raptors tickets. Mm-hmm. And when those guys came home in that first game and those entire games down the stretch, the crowd was just like electric. Wow. Like electric. Like the guys were crying when they were getting introduced to the crowd. That, yeah. And I just don't see like, it's just not the same, like, because we know there's Raptors fans out there. Right? Tons of them. But at the Tons game, literally, that's the country. Like, 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 the crowd just go dead for long stretches, right? Um, like, and the cheering. You, this, yeah, so what, what was Chris saying about them? Well, Chris was basically just saying, that's what I just basically repeated what he said. He said, there's a lot of corporate fans. He's okay. like, there are a lot of people who go to these games to say they went to the game. But they don't because they can afford it. Exactly, because they can afford. And this is where the problem starts for me. And I mean, we're not, we're, I'm not, we're, this isn't a political podcast. You know, we're not going to start touting off our political views. But there is a problem with access and access to tickets and access to, to. This isn't just a Toronto problem. No, it's not. It's, a, it's not. It's, it's a league wide problem and it's a, it's a societal issue. And especially because of, you know, uh, the fact that the league hasn't really had an opportunity to make money. All these places need to make money so they have to charge higher prices for tickets, whatever. I understand that. But at the end of the day, it's like, you know, the 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 real uh, energy and the real vibes and the real the real support for the team comes from the fans who actually give a shit you know the fans who actually care and want to be there and when i see and i when like I, I, th- I look, I watch these games, and at the moments where I feel that I would be cheering the loudest, the crowd is silent. you know what I mean the crowd is dead I'm on StubHub right now for the a standing room ticket to Raptors. Lakers at Raptors on Friday the 18th. That is way back in the way way back. 190 bucks standing room. Wow. That's the cheapest ticket you can get. Um, there's nothing even avi- like I'm trying to look like I don't even know what's available. Meanwhile, Pacers tickets are a dollar. Yeah, you can go to the Cavs game tonight for 15 bucks. There's a six dollar ticket. If I want to sit in section 118, row 16, I've kind of sat there before four or five years ago. Mm-hmm. Almost 1300 bucks. What? I said. Like it, this is it's unreal, man. You're not gonna get okay. One hundred six, six hundred forty-one bucks for I, a that's ticket. That's so I, crazy, man. Two I think I actually sat row twenty-three. I sat. I think it was it was twenty. It was in the 20, like early twenties. Uh, this section I sat in. It so was the last home game. Six forty-one each. It was, a, it was the last home God. game of the season. Oh my god! And uh, 
my dad and I went. We paid two fifty each for the t- these tickets, and that's these even exact, still these quite expensive. These like, almost exact tickets. Right now, they're six forty one each. Six forty one each. And that's and see, this is a problem. This is plus a problem. Hotel plus yep. gas to get there. Flight, right? It's flight and food. Flight to get there. Yeah, yeah, like it's oh, the just, food prices are unreal. Yeah, yeah. it's it's a ridiculous. Beer is like over ten bucks. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 ridiculous. And and guess what? The MLSC doesn't need the money. MLSC's got money. Yeah, right. MLSC yeah. and these teams aren't struggling for money. They're no, and that's what frustrates me is that like. That's the message that they try to yeah. send is that they that that they lo- lost all this money, but yeah. it's like, like oh, oh, you did not. Oh, poor, poor, no. poor, poor billionaire, billionaire. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, I can only have five caviar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, yeah right? exactly. to go back to four ply toilet paper. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's got to downsize his yacht and cabin. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, God, well, poor guy. Like, and like, he, had to, he had to sell his, his the pandemic. I, I think the pandemic has hit billionaires harder, man. <laughs> I really think it has. Oh my God. I feel so bad. Yeah. You know how much should we got to go to is to sell a mansion? Like, oh my god! Yeah, he, he only got he only like, got twenty million. Who wants, who wants to buy my mansion during like, COVID? Like, they have six mansions. You got to sell the one in Fiji. Like, that's a yeah. lot to go through. It is a lot, man. Yeah, he only got twenty million for his place in the bridal path. Wow, no, only twenty mil. That's criminal. That's unfair. Oh man, that is unfair. Yeah. But, I, I'm, I'm glad but, a guy like Chris. I'm glad Chris said that. Though. Yeah, that's, but that's you know, here. that's what I'm saying. Like, let's just bring it back to reality yeah. back here for a second and just kind of wrap. No, up. I'm mad. <laughs> And kind of wrap up this point by just saying, you know, like, it is very frustrating to see people who don't deserve to be at these games at these games. It's almost $200 to see Pascal Siakam as a spec. That's how far back he's taking. And you don't get to sit. No, and you're standing. You will be watching the the monitor. The screen. Yeah, yeah. Jumbotron. Unreal. Unreal. All right, go ahead, Luke. Sorry. No, nothing. I was just saying, like, it just, it's really challenging for Raptors fans because we know we know what real Raptors fans are like. We know what Jurassic Park, absolutely. Jurassic Park, like the like the, this is the whole country behind a team, right? And it's just it's so frustrating to see that we you know we're not getting the respect or the team's not getting the respect that they should deserve. You know what I mean? Like the team is not getting that from people who don't want to be at these games. The team wants it's a, a bunch of there. well, it's a bunch of like hedge fund managers that are like you know oh I've got season tickets to the Raptors games. You know like, like lawyers, yeah, lawyers and all this bullshit. Who they people don't even care about basketball. Yeah. They're just there to go say like oh we are going to the Raptors game tonight to NBA basketball mm-hmm. you know what i mean oh i know the owner of mlse like oh, sorry sorry johnny i can't come for dinner tonight uh, the family and i are hitting uh hitting the raptors game. yeah hitting the yeah. raptors game well we they actually got courtside tickets yeah so. exactly and they so. don't even care about basketball it's no. the last sport they'll actually enjoy they just go to for the sake of because it's a social event mm-hmm. right instead of that's all it is like that's yeah crazy, yeah and a social event for us is like going to someone's house like time it's going to these games. yeah like, a social event for us is watching the Raptors oh game on tv yeah. and doing all this stuff yeah, and it's here like, it's going to the courtside game it's yeah nothing to them. it's nothing and it's that's just what makes me mad because it's like the raptors are not getting what they deserve in terms of how they're being treated by yeah. the fans but anyways just to wrap that point up i don't want to no I don't wanna I, that's that for a great too long, point man because that's been eating away at me too to, it's important to bring it up yeah, yeah cause that's that's a that's a that's an issue mm-hmm. and it's, that's obvious too mm-hmm. like you know even like so is ingenuine now it feels like yeah man it just yeah like it feels like i'm staring at the screen i'm like are we sure this this is the this is Scotiabank Arena, like yeah. really? It's, it's not the same as those ACC days, right? No. With, with change uh, the, name, the North the era started. Yeah. 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 All right, we'll moving be, on. Big Grievous Vasquez. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no, no one got the crowd going like, like Grievous. Yeah. That's uh, general Grievous Vasquez. Yeah. Remember that big shot he hit against Milwaukee? Did the shimmy? Yeah. yeah. Uh, shout out Grievous Vasquez. Um, come on the podcast, where we'd love to have you. Gen- <laughs> general Grievous. I feel like we could get him on the podcast. I probably got more Grease important Vasquez. things going yeah. on. Yeah, he's crashing. Enjoying, enjoying, enjoying retirement. What's Vasquez doing? Enjoying retirement. In, in Ar- he's Argentinian, right? Uh, he's, he's from South America. Venezuela, I'm not sure. maybe? I don't know. Um, um, go okay. ahead. Fourth quarter. 
Um, so yeah, so Nick Nurse gets ejected and uh, kind of fires us up. What? He's a coach. Where? In the G League. He's the assistant head coach of the Erie Bayhawks. Nice. Do your thing, Grievous. Yeah. Um, yeah. So fourth quarter. So Nick Nurse gets gets uh, gets uh, tossed out. We're down like sixteen at that point, and uh, but we we get more fired up after that. Yeah. Um, the one so time the crowd gets precious, fired precious up. Precious and Chris, man, we're getting the crowd going. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that we get the fourth quarter going. Um, we just we start we just start cutting to the lead. Uh, we're back in seven at one point. We start pressing. The pressing is big for us. That's a young team. That's mm-hmm. playing against right. Um, but lucky for them though, they have Dwayne Casey, who is a a long long time head coach. Uh, yeah, and he he has good pressing plays. I remember when he was on the Raptors, we had we had really good ways to get presses. Um, so they did they did eventually get it, but we had him for a little bit there with the press. Um, Pascal, again, I don't want to. I'm not gonna hate on Pascal at all, but uh, he was just, just kind of tough. He's missing shots. He usually makes this game, which uh, did did cost a bit. He's missing some free throws too, which yeah. But he had the responsibility made. on his no, back. Yeah, yeah, that's that's yeah. why I'm not, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. You know. But um, that was a thing. <laughs> I, don't make me do this. <laughs> he's been. He actually played great. Um, yeah. um, What'd you say about Pascal? <laughs> oh, something I loved. Precious had an N one, and mm. uh, the camera went to the bench. And you could see yeah. uh, Fred Van Vliet's thumbs up of approval to Precious. And I thought that was awesome. <laughs> that, that was the one where he dribbled in from the free throw line. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. and you could tell like, that was probably a conversation Fred and Precious mm. had. And, and Fred just looks so genuine. He's like, you know? Oh, I, I, it, just, it, just looks, it just reminds me of like, you know, like when I played high school. Yeah. 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 Look like in the crowd or something and someone would be like, like around feels like a, be like, Especially also, if they just told you something to do and then you go and actually do it. And then exactly. you're like, that's feels feels yeah. like a very Kyle Lowry thing too. Remember when yeah. Kyle Lowry was, when he was out of the lineup, um, he always like took on like an assistant it's just coach, a coach role. role. Yeah, and that's exactly and what Fred was talking to Malachi all game. Yeah, like, Malachi yeah. was on the bench for those five minutes. Red Van <laughs> Um Yeah, dude. Um, I loved that uh, transition. D was bad all game. That's but actually. Our, a, but our, I just thought of like a uh, like a nickname for Malachi Finn. Red Van Vliet. Red Van Vliet. Yeah, because yeah, of his fucking hair. Yeah. You just thought. Of Wait, is that a thing? Yeah, that's been a thing for a while. I just said it. I thought you sorry. I thought you said Fred, and then I was like. Oh, red, and then no, never yeah. mind. Yeah. He just said it. Like, bad. Like, oh, I have an idea. I have an idea for a uh, nickname. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you guys have heard this before. But it's called Red's Red Band Bleed. <laughs> I, 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 didn't, I didn't come up with I don't think you said it, Sam. I, I think I said it. Yeah. yeah. I think I said it first. Yeah, no, you didn't say it first. Yeah. Um, transition to you was still bad, but the half court D picked up a lot in this mm-hmm. fourth quarter. Um, fourth quarter, we outscored them 29 to 17. <laughs> Um, I find the biggest problem with this game is we did not play a whole forty-eight minutes at all. No, it was really it was really scattered when we were playing well, weren't playing well. Um, Scotty had a sweet spin move mm. and slam, which uh, man, it really started to pick up near the end, man. Um, I think, man, I love when Scotty like looks like Giannis out there, and then I love it. And right after that, we picked up momentum, and then there's an awful foul call on Presh Sachua when Cade Cunningham fell out of bounds. Oh, and that killed yeah. all the momentum we just picked up. Um, mm-hmm. Kay, yeah, Kay, yeah, yeah. Kay was driving. He was trying to swing it to the corner. And he just fell. It wasn't a good play that he was doing. I know. And Precious was guarding him, and he falls in the He didn't even foul. touch him. No, he didn't. No. Made me upset, dude. Um, um, I, felt, I felt bad for uh, Precious down the stretch of this one because he played so well, but he missed I know. four free. He was five for nine. Dude, his, some of his free throws were... Bricks, man. Absolutely, he missed two at the end. Yeah, it was tough. Um, I was like, okay. but before that, he had a crazy corner three, really clutch. Yes, it was super clutch. And like, every time he would go to the free throw line, I would be, I, I was like, come on, man. I was, I was I'm saying, like, this could be one for two. I'm like, bro. Bruh. Yeah, I'm, that's literally because. <laughs> 
it's a weird like you have to like double tap it but uh like it just would frustrate me because i'm like precious take a breath you just see him and he'd like like for example so you're kind of wired yeah and like so the only way we were going to win that game at the very end precious got the free throw and uh of course because he missed the two before and so we're, we're going to be down one so or sorry um we're gonna be down two so we need to hit the ball off the rim or the backboard yeah. so that we can get possession and see if we can score to tie it up mm-hmm. and uh it just made me frustrated because I could see that's what Precious was going to do before he even shot the ball. He took one dribble, looked really anxious, and kind of gave it away. And I mean, not not that people thought he wasn't going to do that anyways, but that's how he was when he was taking a lot of free throws. He was super anxious mm-hmm. up there, and I'm just like, dude, Relax. take a breath. Yeah, yeah like Relax. just there's no. I would like if I was if I was at the game, I would literally would have just yelled, Precious. Breathe, like, like, relax. Because Precious like one, was one of the one of the only reasons why we were even in that situation for the free yeah. throws to matter, right? Yeah. And then he, I mean, great job getting yeah. to the free throw yeah, line, like, just, but yeah, gotta finish those. He up. was a beast in the fourth quarter, man. Yeah, yeah. he was a beast. His defense, oh, unreal. So should we move on? Uh, oh, sorry, we've just been um, too, too, we've yeah, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm almost done this. Uh, just I think where we the biggest place where we lost this game in the fourth quarter is between the uh, four and two minute mark. Yeah, um, just it was sloppy. We were miss missing. Wide open shots. Gary had a few missed wide open. I mean, that was all game, but these these parts were uh, were big. I'm I'm looking just looking at the stats on the fourth quarter. Pascal had nine. Precious had twelve. Everyone else combined for eight. Hmm? And in the fourth quarter, Pascal had nine points. Mm-hmm. Precious had twelve. Everyone else combined for eight. Yeah. Three and, uh, made and, field goals that weren't and, Precious or Pascal. Like it's <laughs> like our fourth. I mean, that's okay. It's just it's just. I mean. We gotta have like, like Gary's gotta hit some shots. And that like lineup a, at the beginning and, and made some bad turnovers too. Pascal interrupted. And why is Delano Banton in the game for four and a half minutes? In, yeah, in, he was on there for too long. But he also was really bad. Like, Nick game, Nick's yeah. also not coaching know, as well. Yeah. So I mean, I don't yeah. know if that makes it because they all have a, a yeah, they, yeah, agreed upon true. thing. The, the dude looked like a uh, fish out of water in that in that fourth quarter. He yeah. looked like he was just yeah, really it's rushing. very true. Yeah. yeah. Um yeah, man, it's a two-point game, 56 seconds left. and We, we just, did sub we, on Gary, though, and I thought we should sub on Malachi. I was like, you should have been, yeah, been, been there. Um, two-point game with 56 seconds left. Missed some free throws. Sadiq Bay had a crazy layup, which and Cade had a big block, and Detroit wins for the sixth straight time against the Toronto Raptors. <laughs> Fuck. Dwayne Cade's getting his revenge. 108-106. Absolute bruh. moment. Oh, Not even... Absolute bruh moment. All right, let's uh, get even more depressing. Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> You guys, I, I was the only one that watched this game, so I'm not going to spend yeah, too much time on it. I don't really want to talk about it. Busy and just didn't want to watch it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> basically, this game was um, if Pascal Siakam was playing with my high school team, is what it felt like. Um, <laughs> he had over a third of all of our points. Um, Malik had a nice game. Malik had 20 points. He was really big at making it. Eight assists. Yeah. Yeah. The end, the end score was 103 97. It was not that close at all. The Raptors made it. We're pressing at the end. It was never felt like it was ever within 10 points. Like most of the games, the Magic had a 10-point lead over us. Mm-hmm. Um, just some things from this one. Like we don't have to go play by play. Um, the offense is atrocious. There's no back. spacing at all, man. So like our game plan goes. Actually, we need OG back more than Fred right now, I think. Because Malachi's been doing a good job. Yeah. I think we need OG back. When he sees one of the three, man. And defense. Yeah, defense. Like our, yeah, our defense. game plan was. All right, Pascal, dribble into the middle of the floor from the top of the key. Literally, <laughs> the Magic were sending five guys to him in the and paint. Then, and then kick out to Utah Watanabe. <laughs> yeah. And, like... Hey, I, man. 
You had a great... Armani Brooks is coming in. Yeah, man. Oh, we'll get to Armani maybe a quick little yeah. couple minutes on him at, well, yeah. at the end of this. I, like, um, I, like, I called that. I'm very not educated on Armani Brooks, sure. so I'd like to have a little bit. Maybe you can. His, um, his Instagram name is Sniper Brooks. He is a, hey, man. If there's one thing Armani Brooks can do is you can hit threes. And you know the other, you know the other uh, Instagram sniper guy is Kevin he, Durant. His money, but <laughs> easy money sniper. You're saying Armani Brooks is a better player than Kevin Durant? I'm saying, I'm <laughs> saying, they're, about, I'm saying they're about the same. I'll give Kevin oh, Durant yeah, the yeah. edge. I'm saying they're about the same. Sam. I'll give Katie the edge. That is not what I said. Um, yeah. So I think I think like it could be very easy to be negative about this game. Like everyone played bad except for Pascal Malachi, and I thought Yuta had a really nice fourth quarter. He played all 12 minutes. He was just. Like zooming around on defense, great um, uh, block at the rim on Jalen Suggs. Oh, I saw that. He gets one of those a game, I guess. Every time <laughs> he comes in, he'll um, always jump. Nice three. He airballed his first corner three, but then he hit Pascal and right back to him the next play, and he hit a really nice wing three. Um, you know what's weird? Before before we lost our crowd from COVID, um, our home games we were much better on the road. Then we lost our crowd. We were much better at home. <laughs> we have our crowd back, and we're losing at home again. Yeah. Mm. Mm, Maybe yeah. we should. I think we should just give her the credit forever. <laughs> <laughs> um, Precious played. Uh, the stat line doesn't show it, but I thought Precious' defense was awesome. Um, in this one, he kind of played. Him and Boucher kind of took over the center role. Birch only got nine minutes of playing time. Uh, he continues to just be. I don't. Looks like a shell of an NBA player out there. It's it's kind of jarring how different he looks from the beginning of the season. That's jarring. That knee that knee injury just has kind of zapped all sort of juice out of him, and it's it's kind of sad to see. Uh, Scotty, nice down a few games, a few games. Yeah, ago. yeah. Um, Scotty, you can tell. I think with Kem, he just needs to hit that floater, and I think he'll be fine. But he's honest. also he's awful on defense, man. He's so bad, especially compared to Precious. Like it's not even close. Well, compared to Pre- Precious, is an awesome defender. I mean, I'm not. Compared, he is, I don't want to compare Kem to Precious. Like Kem doesn't protect the rim in any way, and he gets killed on switches. So I don't really know what he does out there. Yeah, and he's not rebounding well. I'm um, trying to be positive for yeah. Kim. I feel bad for Kim. I, I do too. I do too. Well, at least he got that. Right. <laughs> yeah, sure right. you do, Sam. <laughs> sure you do. Um, Scotty, you tell Scotty was tired. He was really settling for threes. Um, he, he hit one, one for five. Yeah, that's like that. That young just has one hand. Um, <laughs> Svi was out there for 15 minutes. He had one like kind of fading, one-footed runner, and then hey. didn't really know he was out there. Bucket. Chris tried hard. Hit an eight of three. Nice. It's <laughs> good. Um, on on the on the magic side, uh, my boy Chimo Kiki looked awesome. So was he, so he your boy? You're here to say his name is in your life, <laughs> in my life. My boy, man. Um, Cole Anthony. Don't talk shit about my boy, man. <laughs> Franz Vaughn, like uh, their young guys looked good. Uh, Suggs, uh, yeah, Suggs, Suggs looked good, man. Well, four for sixteen. <laughs> yeah, he, he couldn't finish. But that's you're gonna get that from Suggs. He actually looked though, much more poised than he's looked in other games. Um, he's been way better since he got back from his injury. Yeah, we were getting yeah. killed by Gary Harris corner threes. Um, Should be a raptor. Yeah, three of them. Uh, I forgot Admiral Schofield is on the Magic, but yeah, Mo Bamba, Iggy, Iggy Brazdakis, Canadian. Three my, for that's three. my boy, man. Like I, I had too much hope in him. <laughs> I, I thought him and RJ Barrett were the next duo. <laughs> the next John Starks, Patrick Ewing. That's <laughs> <laughs> great. The Gris, I, I, I honestly thought that. I, I, I'm embarrassed to admit it. Um, but yeah, man, that's that's all I've got from this one. You go back to back against the two worst teams in the conference. You'd hope you win one of those games. I just like Gary Trenton, man. You can't go over nine from three points ever, ever again, <laughs> and, and ever okay. again. And you got to be better on defense. He's a total liability right now on defense. Like it's Luke said, you are the awful. definition of over aggressive on defense, and that is a problem. Stop off ball. He is. I don't know what he's doing off ball. He looks worse than Scotty Barnes off ball, I've which is saying you. something. I've loved you all year. I need you to get better. <laughs> mm. Yeah. 
Just, and just do a do a little less. Just do like, less. Yeah, do yeah. a little less. Well, less is a little more, man. Yeah, less is more. Less is more. Less is more. He, he needs a guy like OG to come because back. Because the, the the more that that Gary involves himself in the offense in a way that is not necessarily not taking a main role, mm-hmm. the more that they forget about him. And then he hits that corner three. Yeah. He hits that That's three. Exactly. And he's only- he has to be the fourth option to you know. But now he's he's a but second. But then they're looking out, they're looking for him, and then he'll yeah. dribble the ball too long, and it's just like. And he's not gonna pass. Yeah. No, he just he he doesn't know how to how to handle being a second best player. Yeah. I, I honestly sport. think I don't Scotty's know. I, I, taking I, I, over. I'm young. I don't blame like him. Like right this is his first year ever getting like an elevated role on any team. So he looks like last year's Gary, which is, and and that's when he had, he had way too much responsibility yeah. year last year when you were when you were trying to lose. So. Yeah. I think Scotty is Gary's still the second option over Scotty, but. Uh, At least in this game, I think Scotty had more. Well, because Gary creation. got benched. Yeah, Gary. Yeah, Gary got benched for the last, I think, six minutes, six and a half minutes. Looking at the box, seeing zero for nine is ridiculous. Yeah, that's crazy. And like you and know, those are not four, wide open. four or five of them. But like there were like four of them that were wide open, mm-hmm. like wide open. But the fact he took five unopened ones after shooting that he got, misses. He got benched because he took one really contested one, got the offensive rebound, and took it, like the same shot. Right after it, and then he got pulled. Uh, it's just like pass the ball, let someone else do something. You'd hope <laughs> in a game where. Pascal gives you 34 and 14. Malachi gives you 20 and 8. They just need one other guy to step up mm. on the offensive end. Precious stepped up on the defensive end. Like, you wish Scotty could just, Scotty missed a ton of layups that he normally uh, he normally knocks in. And also, Gary was like, I mean, plus minus isn't a big uh, indicator or anything, but I think there's instances where it is. And Gary was like relatively significantly lower in plus minus than anybody else in the team. Which shows when he's coming in, he's trying to take too many shots. That's that's what that's what that tells you. Yeah, yeah. And he's just he doesn't have the lateral quickness to keep up with um, Cole Anthony and Jalen Suggs, two, two pretty explosive guards that were just going like right to the rim. That's where that's where this whole All Star Gary talk kind of pulls him back. It's his lack lack of athleticism. Well, then, but also it's like let's stop focusing on making athletic defensive plays and start focusing on making smart defensive Let plays. Let them make the mistakes. Yeah, like like if you if you can't keep up with them. Then give him a little bit of you space. You Allow you yourself see, to have that space. You don't see Kawhi Leonard dogging the passing lanes. No. You see him standing in front of his guy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, to have active hands, I'm glad if you have active hands. Sure. But that doesn't yeah. mean you're like you're hedging everything and you're blitzing all no. these passing and, lanes like, and all this like, stuff. There's, he, he, he jumps in passing lanes where it's not even close. <laughs> yeah. He, he's just like... When he, it's just like, you've taken yourself out of the play now, exactly. man. Like, now, it's now a, that's 5-4 on 5. Now there's a blow by, then there's a help, and there's a guy wide open in the corner. Yeah, yeah. And that was the story of the Detroit game, basically. There was, yeah. there, there was one play where he... Jalen Suggs, not a three-point shooter. He was guarding with the hash mark of the three-point line. When Suggs' back was turned to the basket, he was pressed up on him, and Jalen yeah. Suggs just went right around him. And he was like, oh, thanks. I guess I'll just go right to the line. <laughs> thanks for guarding me out here when I would, I've never taken this shot in my life before. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, man, that's... Look, Gary, you're you're typically loved, but right now you're not. <laughs> okay, so, <laughs> um, like this is the first podcast. Right now we're giving Gary. you some tough love. <laughs> yeah. yeah, tough love. Um, all right, Armani Brooks. Well, well, let's, well let's talk about Armani have, Brooks for a second because he's the newest Raptor. I don't have a question, so. Well, oh, you don't? Okay, no, sure, don't. sure, sure, sure. Okay. So let's yeah, educate me on Mr. Brooks. Um, so. All right, so the Raptors signed uh, Armani Brooks to a ten-day de- deal because it sounds like uh, DJ Wilson hurt his knee, and that's like a really. I'm tough. I that, you gotta feel bad. And for he, was, he, was, he was good when he was playing for us. Yeah, he gave, he gave us uh, good minutes. That's that's gotta suck, man. You hope he gets another chance or he gets a nice deal out in Europe or something. Like, you don't, you don't want to see that. But no. Armani is kind of the opposite of a Raptors and I love it type player. Ooh, he is it. no defense, all three point mm-hmm. shooting. <laughs> he actually can do a little bit of um, playmaking, like a yeah, a little bit, but maybe maybe not in the NBA. But 
we'll see. There's some stuff there. Um, I he's not want to go he's into He's tonight because Malachi and Fred are both yeah, there. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's played, I think, 61 games in the NBA, I think it is. Um, last year, That's he gross. shot 38% from three. This year, he only shot 30% from three. He had a really rough stretch. Like, there's a reason this guy got cut from the Houston Rockets. Yeah, he's, like, he, he's really hit or miss, but we're hoping... We're hoping he hits for us. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. We're, it's a 10-day contract. He misses, he misses. But I think he's, again, he's really hit or miss. So let's hope he he, he starts doing yeah, the My expectations are extremely low. Mm-hmm. If you can come and hit a couple corner threes and not That's be... All. A, You're going to have wide open corner threes. I promise. Just make them, please. Yeah. <laughs> please. Just, I'll do anything. I, I just... <laughs> I am a little worried I'll that... I'll give my firstborn... I will. <laughs> my firstborn child hit to a corner three. And I, think if you, and I think if you play him with dudes like... Um, Chris and Precious off the bench. You can hide his defense. Like teams can't hunt him because you've got those guys coming. Like I, I, right now I don't. I just want his threes. I don't care about anything else. Yes, he, if he, he can be the worst friend in the league, I don't care right now. Just, just, just hit thirty-five percent of your threes. Thirty-seven, but yeah. Sure. <laughs> but I want you above league average. Um, but oh my god, just the, I saw because this is one of the guys I wanted at the trade deadline. I wanted to trade like a second. Or I guess he got released. I wanted us to pick him up. Actually, when did he get released? Uh, right at, at the trade deadline. Okay, yeah, so I, I wanted. I wanted to trade for him. Um. Because I just wanted to shoot and give him, give him a second round pick for Armani Brooks, and and uh, <laughs> sorry, and um, yes, I'm, I'm actually stoked we got him because I just I just want to we need shooters. That was the reason I wanted him. And uh, this guy is a he is a shooter, and his percentages this year don't say that. Uh, sorry, but uh, he has uh, he has shown that he is has he he can. Uh, what am I gonna say right now? Shoot the basketball. He can shoot basketballs. Okay. <laughs> he is only six foot. Yeah, he's like the epitome of a not Raptors player, but. It'd be kind of fun to see a guy who's not a Raptors player because we need some sort, and he, and he needs some sort of scoring. We he averaged he averaged eleven a game last year. Also, yeah. uh, he was amazing in the summer league. <laughs> so, <laughs> but, you know, so was V. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's it for Armani. Yeah. We're this is where we're at as Raptors fans right now. <laughs> we're yeah, we're we're tough. Really Only yeah, twenty three years old. That is surprising to me. I always thought he was like twenty six. Um, all right, questions. We have a couple. Right. We can have a questions for. I mean, my question table. is, yeah, it's not it's not necessarily like the the most uh, groundbreaking. Yeah, groundbreaking question, but I just wanted to know because I'm curious. So um, we're moving on to questions, folks. Um, what do you think has been the biggest factor contributing to our recent losses? Because I just wanted to say that a lot of times you see teams come back from All Star break better. Mm-hmm. The one of the things that I like, you know, it's a, it's a it's a you know, it's like a league sort of thing, right? Yeah. You, people come back from all-star break. They've had a rest. Now they actually come back and they're like, okay, we're good. We're gelling and yeah. stuff. And it seems like we've come back from all-star break really mid. Like we I haven't think, been doing that well. I think it is our current lack of depth is really showing. Because mm. uh, we have two of our starters out. We talked about this before where if one of our starters are out, we're down big because that is that is a fifth of our, our offense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we only have five offensive players. Um, so we have two out. That means we are way down, and two of them, like if, we're, if Scotty's out, that's better for offense and OG or something, you know, like mm. scoring wise, right? So we have two of our uh, our top scorers, especially like those are two like main ISO scorers, you know. So, OG, OG, and uh, Fred. Oh, yeah. So I think two of our big three. Yeah, two of our big three essentially. So uh, I think that's honestly what it is because our, our depth, we don't have it. We don't have depth. Period. Well, then watch so. watch like OG and Fred come back in, and then Pascal's gonna sit. Yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> something like that. Pascal as long as they're healthy in the playoffs. But I think I think that's it. And uh I think some like sometimes I feel like it's just some like lack of drive, which is really annoying. But I think it's also just exhausting. I don't yeah, I don't Ooh. even think it's that because like I think all NBA players have drive. Like I just think it's like it's so hard to play. I think of Michael Beasley's driven. 
Uh, I think he was driven when he was in college. Um, <laughs> no, but I think like teams in general, like I think teams always try relatively hard, especially like teams like this. I just think we just don't have the talent. Like, there's yeah. not much talent on that bench. It's simple as that. We're not very talented. No, after a bench, even like even like Precious and Chris, they're not like talented offensive players mm, yet. You know what no. I mean? If, if, compared to the rest of the NBA, they're hustle they're not, players. They're hustle, yeah, they're hustle yeah. players. They're energy players. Um, and then you guys like guys like Utah Watanabe who like will hit you, hit maybe a corner three for you in 12 minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, and then Svee's, I'm sorry to say, you're not doing much, Svee. No, and, like, and we, we've got... Malachi yeah. stepping up is huge, though. That's yeah. Huge. We, if he did not step up, we would be way more down bad. Yeah, we would have lost both those games for, against the Nets. For yeah. a guy who realistically creates for others, it's... Scotty's just not there yet, right? So the only guys that are really creating for others are Pascal and Malachi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's all we have. And I think I would like to see them get staggered more in the lineups. Because um, I think lineups like without either of them really struggle because mm-hmm. Scotty's just not there yet to create for others. No. Uh, so I'd honestly rather see Pascal and Malachi on and off than Pascal and Scotty on mm-hmm. and off. Um, yeah, that's true. That's very true because we know Pascal can run the point yes. and create, and that's already like we know that. Um, it's just yeah, I think I think for one of the reasons they might want to keep Malachi and Pascal on is because when when you take away those offensive threats, who is the defense going to attack, right? Like, yeah. they, it's only Pascal, really, right? Yeah. And then once you attack Pascal, you're basically taking away all your threats. So to, when they have Malachi and Pascal out there at the same time, it, get, it, it it's a little bit more challenging for defenses because they know there's some more assets out yeah. there. But once you take that away, you know, it's... It, there's only so much you can do, right? And like, if you say you have Malachi Flynn out there and he's your best offensive player, like, come on, like, like is that's he's easily guardable. Yeah, he's yeah. easily guardable it's, in that situation. Teams, yeah, that's that's kind of the position we're in, right? Like, it's not it's that a catch twenty two. It's not right? that hard for teams if, the, if, the, if Malachi Flynn's the only guy you have to worry about. Yeah, yeah. That's Chances are you're not gonna do it. Well. I do, I do uh, like what you say though. Yeah. I do think we should stagger their minutes more though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's but that I think that's the thing is the offense. The defense has been hit or miss all year. I think we've seen the win. And it's I think it's we've had real though. high highs and real low lows. Yeah. yeah. And right now we're in a really low low part. But I think yeah. it's also because Fred no Giro. Yeah. yeah. You're those missing are, two of your three US players. Yeah. And it's kind of and those are those are our. That. I mean, they're they're two of our like top perimeter defenders too. Like our perimeter defense looks awful. And that, that's probably our two best perimeter defenders. Our defense in yeah. general is not like very good. Really yeah. Right bad. now, honestly, like and our transition defense is awful, 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 awful. It's and uh, we talk about how like the whole thing is like oh the Raptors are the switchable versatile defensive team. Night Not without tonight, OG. Night to night, there are four. And like we've criticized OG, but OG night tonight is still an awesome defender. It's just a level of awesome. Yeah. Um, like like OG, Fred, Pascal, Precious are the four guys I know every night what I'm getting a baseline level mm-hmm. of great defense. And Chris, I'm going to Chris to that as well. Mm-hmm. Chris has been awesome this year. Yeah. Everyone else, like, I think also, Scotty and Gary can be good, but they're not every night. I think I think Gary's defense, it's been really bad recently. I think that's getting exposed because uh, Fred Noji are out. Yeah. Because now he has a lot more, we rely on him a lot yeah, more. Yeah, responsibility. Yeah, a lot more responsibility on defense. Because before, he's guarding their fourth best guy, and he mm-hmm. looks really good. And, like, yeah. granted, he is really good at guarding their fourth best guy, mm-hmm. but now he has to guard their second best guy. Yeah. And yeah. he's getting real exposed. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, like guarding Jalen Suggs against Orlando, like he should be able to do that, but like he hasn't. Like that would be that would be Fred's job. Yeah, like, like against Cleveland tonight, if Gary's guarding Darius Garland, he might get ripped to shreds. We are fucked. Like he, like that's that's <laughs> yeah. a perfect matchup for a guy like Fred Van Vliet. Yeah, we might um, we might actually be totally screwed tonight because man, they just have such a big team, and we're just gonna and so we have no undersized. Shooters. Yeah, nothing. Like it's oh, sniper Brooks, baby. I can already <laughs> imagine Pascal Siakam driving. Into Mobley, Allen, and Marketing yeah, with oh Precious Achua and Chris Boucher and spacing. Throwing, and throwing up a 
and just having to like send the ball 20 feet in the air. Nick Nurse is on the playbook like, all right, Pascal, just drive at these three seven footers. That's probably a better chance of going <laughs> yeah. in than these guys on the three point line. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Facts. But hey, maybe Armani though. Let's <laughs> hope. And is Scotty playing? Yeah, yeah. Armani's gonna play tonight probably. He's he's, yeah, he's, he might he's available. To. He's available. Yeah. So. I think you're just going to get some minutes. I'd like to see that. See yeah. if I can get minutes. <laughs> What's the next question? <laughs> the, uh... <laughs> Who's got the next question? <laughs> Who's up? <laughs> we're, gonna get, we're making Sam angry. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, my question. So I think at this point, we're, I'm pretty confident we're going to be in the play-in. We're not going to be a top six seed, yeah. it looks like. Yeah. Who do you guys want to see in the play-in? Who do you want us to play? Are we assuming we're going to be in the seven or eight? Yeah, because I think so. Over, we're gonna be seven, right? Most likely. Um, I mean, if I had a choice, which means you have home court advantage, I would choose Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Yes, I think they're by true. far the worst team, as opposed to Atlanta. Yes, I think Atlanta. I I just think Trey Young's the second best player in the play-in mm-hmm. out of all the teams. So, um, I would choose Charlotte. Well, not for hockey. Um, <laughs> but uh, would you pick up <laughs> Eastern Conference standings? And <laughs> I just clicked in Google, and it's like yeah, at least Luke's doing great. Shows me hockey. I'll, at least you're doing great. I'll baby. play the Flyers. Give a play shit game, about man. hockey. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't want to play. I don't want to play Brooklyn, even though Brooklyn has a lot of flaws. Kevin Durant. I don't want to play Kevin Durant. But oh God, no. if it's the seven or eight seed, I don't really care, right? As long yeah. as we're, I don't yeah. care if it's as long as the we're top two. Well, and like the Wizards, like Wizards aren't gonna I, make I don't it. think they're yeah. gonna get in. I think, I think you don't think playoffs. so. I think, the, I think the top ten are set in the in the East. I, I would. Yeah, be, I, yeah, yeah. It's true. I, I couldn't see the Wizards beating the Hawks. I would. I would Hawks. rank it. Um, um, Charlotte. Atlanta. Yeah, I, I agree with you, Sam. I'd like to see the. I'd, I'd say the. I'd say the Hornets. Hornets for are sure. Hornets are less, like the Hawks made the Eastern Conference Finals last year and yeah. almost the finals. I just I don't trust. I think the Hornets defense is awful and yeah. I don't love their like their offense is good, but I don't love it in a in a playoff situation where it bogs down. No, and they're young too. Like, yeah. Dude, it's so funny to look at the standings right now and the Heat are number one. We beat them twice and yet they're winning by like ten games. Like yeah, like uh, by, like I beating need... us by ten games, we beat them twice in a row like this year. My my dream scenario was that Chicago gets the second seed and we win the first playing game and play Chicago in the first round. That's I my. Want, dream I want scenario. Chicago or Cleveland in the first round. We won't yeah. get Cleveland though. I'm not getting Cleveland yeah. though. Yeah, I close, but they could go in a run. They could. It, it's still. I a don't time. want Boston. No, and I don't want. I don't want Boston, Philly, Milwaukee, or Miami. But it's right now. I really don't want Boston. No, no. <laughs> we were getting. Killed They'd kill us, I think I think the Milwaukee like I feel like we have a better chance taking a game from Milwaukee than Boston right now. A game, you think? Yeah. Yeah. Boston I feel like Boston's come out and sweep us. Just the one thing about Boston right is they do have a rookie head coach, but I don't even think that would really matter. I don't know. Because they, they have a very Their um, defense is insane. And they've got a style that they uh and Jason Tatum's they want to play. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I, I want just give me bro, give me Chicago, man. I think like I'm I'm the more and more I've got probably if I could rank these six teams and in the playoffs. Hmm? In the playoffs, and, yeah, the six Eastern Conference teams in the playoffs. I, I, I mean, rank I'd, seven with the Brooklyn. Also, put Brooklyn in there. I'd probably have Chicago at seven, in the playoff situation. Mm-hmm. I just don't trust. I don't think they have any wing defenders. Um, you can't ask Alex Crusoe on the ball to guard okay. everyone. <laughs> and, and they have they haven't beat a, Derek Jones Jr. Are pretty good defenders. They haven't beat a top four team in the, in the league yet, though. Really? Like, they're like O of nine or O of ten, something like that. Wow. Yeah. Like Phoenix, Golden State, all these teams. Miami. Wow. <laughs> So elbows, elbows, <laughs> and I, I've seen Demar Derozan. Red pill, blue for sure. <laughs> I just, I, I get to see us based. I get to see us based going at Chicago Bulls. and just like totally based Chicago Bulls. <laughs> I think the Bulls still beat us. Yes, but, I, so but I think we can go to six. That's the, the team Bulls. I want. to Yeah, see, I could definitely see that. And I don't see rather see them more than Cleveland, just because Cleveland's got the type of defensive style that could hurt us. You just want to go against a bad defensive team. That's your. That's yeah, your thing. that's yeah. my thing for the playoffs. I think defense wins playoffs games. Yep, I agree. And um, that's a tune I can dance to. Yeah. 
Philly, yeah, Philly would kill us. Even yeah. though I don't, like, even <laughs> though I don't like Philly's them. defense, I don't I mean, they'd uh, kill us. <laughs> they're 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 my finals pick right now. And they could just throw after, after what I've seen. I've got, yeah. I've got Phoenix they're too still. good. They're, they're gonna be disgusting. No, no, they're my finals pick for the East. Oh, oh, to go to the finals. Yeah, uh, I think I got. I think I've I still got Milwaukee, but it's close. I think Phoenix can the championship. Right I'm gonna have to get back on my James Harden. Uh, my James Harden, like uh, I wouldn't say bandwagon, but hey man, join it, join the club, dude. No, I've got, I've got. Uh, you guys have seen my James Harden jersey? The I've seen it, yeah. Yeah, it's sick. It's the the Houston. Um, you see my really expensive James Harden jersey, right? No, the golden not, one. I'm joking. I'm joking. No, oh. I'm joking. Join, join the club, man. Well, it's just a nice jersey. I yeah, think I know, it's nice. James Harden, better offensive player than Michael Jordan. <laughs> That's what Jeremy Mori said. That should be the name of this podcast. James Harden better deep, better offensive player <laughs> yeah. than Michael Jordan. <laughs> just yeah. all but the Raptors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. That's all. Do we have anything else? Or? Uh, I think we'll look looking ahead. ahead. Looking ahead. All right, so Raptors. Cleveland tonight. Against yeah. the land. Um, for lack of better words, I think we're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're not. We is, yeah, yeah, is everyone playing they're, Cleveland? They're, I think they're healthy now. Yeah. American is back. Garland's um, playing. Ah, it's so frustrating. I really want us to be healthy and playing against the Cavs. I know. That's like, those are good matchups. And, that, uh, and we're only two games behind them for the sixth seed. Yeah, exactly. I, I want to see it. Uh, yeah, we're And then we got the Spurs on Wednesday. We'll probably record before that, though. Yeah. yeah, yeah so, just, so, so just the Cavs game. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. Yeah, never mind. Never mind. Anyways, uh, yeah. yeah. I think that's that's it. That'll that's do it, her. Man. That'll do her. No really exciting games not we haven't really had any really exciting games in the last little while yeah. so it's been kind of uh yeah. i'm excited for the spurs game but just, be all right. just, just cause i love the spurs yeah <laughs> you just want to see devin basil yeah i just want to see josh primo uh, josh, primo, yeah. josh primo man against sacramento kings step back to the three then i drive and a right-handed jam shut up shut up <laughs> shut up shut up <laughs> the next, we get it the next bradley beal with elite defense Okay. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> um, so is that it for everything today then? That's yep. it. Okay. Well, already everybody, thank you so much for tuning into the Reddit Asks Us pod. <laughs> Rap chat it, podcast. Yeah, okay. Sorry. Just shameless sorry. self promo. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I did not mean to say that. It just came right off the tongue. Totally by accident. Totally right off the tongue. Just by accident off the tongue. You know, it's just a total fluke accident thing. No. Anyways, thank you guys so much for tuning into the Rap Chat podcast. Mm. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, make sure to like, make sure to comment, and subscribe. subscribe and hit that Noti bell, baby. bell. Everybody's been um, hitting bells lately. It's a trend now. Really? Hit notification bells. Oh, yeah, wow. Yeah, things going on right now. Okay, damn. Yeah, makes you really cool. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I hit two notification bells the other day. No Got way. Got a bite to five parties. Wow. Same day. Yeah. yeah. You heard it. You heard it here for, so first, So hit folks. the Noti bell. <laughs> so hit the notification bell. Um, and then... You can find us on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at Rap Chat Podcast, where we post new clips of the show every single week. Mm-hmm. And I'm your host, Luke Dick. I'm Lance Eldridge. And I'm Sam Kenny. Nice. We, <laughs> we will see you guys. <laughs> we'll see you guys on uh, Thursday. Yeah. All Peace. right. Peace, Peace out. <laughs>